the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Monday evening, after a, uh, a great weekend. I hope you all had a great weekend. I had a uh, early bedtime last night because I had the privilege of filling in for Joe Piscopo this morning on uh, Piscopo in the morning. I was friendly uh, with uh, the microphone a lot today. This is uh, my fifth hour. Let me tell you something. Doing the four-hour show, it's you know serious business. Uh, this, I feel like I get to hang out with you and kind of decompress after the day. I really... Look forward uh, to being uh, on the radio with you guys. A lot going on today on all different fronts. Um, of course, I'm going to address the uh, the Will Smith situation because that's you know that's what I do, right? That's that's an assault case. But before I do, I want to talk about some good news um, for the city of New Yorkers. We're going to talk about some not good no- news as well in a little while regarding crime. Um, regarding elevators, you know, there's some negative news. There's some positive news, some Buffalo Bills news. Um, but I want to start off with, uh, the, the resident cheerleader of New York City, our mayor, who made a big announcement today about the, about job creations here in New York City. Matt, let's hear cut eight. There's only two types of people on this planet. Those who live in New York and those who wish they could. Thank you, JetBlue, for these 5,000 new jobs, for your expansion, for your investment, for your belief in the greatest city on the planet. Well, you know, you know that's how I feel, whether that was Mayor Adams, de Blasio, Bloomberg, Giuliani, Dinkins, Koch, Beam, on and on. You know, that's how I feel, and everybody knows uh, I feel that way. Uh, he was speaking to a thousand applicants at uh, in a big hangar, I guess, at JFK, uh, who are applying for jobs in uh, at JetBlue, and they're real jobs. They're good jobs. They're the kind of jobs where you could support your family. Um, and and let's hear what else he's got to say about it, Matt. This is not merely a moment of being employed. This is a moment of finally getting our economy back into flight so we can turn around our city and show the country how resilient we are. There you go. So we need you. There we go. And we do need them. And, you know, I am a JetBlue traveler now. The only thing, and I, of course, we didn't hear the whole uh, uh, presentation by Eric Adams. The thing is that... 
JetBlue is uh, known or makes a lot of money flying back and forth to Florida, which uh, he's always joking about uh, where he's going down to Florida and bring all the New Yorkers back. But um, it's a big thing, and it's a great thing when there's a lot of negative news floating around uh, that we have, that means 5,000 jobs is 5,000 jobs. And these aren't just, you know, uh, meaningless jobs. These are real jobs that have growth opportunities that allow people to support themselves and their families. And uh, as far as I know, JetBlue is a great company to work for, and I'm very proud of uh Mayor Adams for coming out and, uh, you know, attending something like this. You know, I know a little bit about his schedule. You have, you can't imagine, because I couldn't imagine until I saw it, the amount of events he gets invited to attend on a daily basis, literally from 6 a.m. till midnight. I mean, his inbox is flooded with every organization from, you know, the NYPD has their celebratory events to, you know, the Boy Scouts and everything in between, the Girl Scouts. Uh, and, but this is a big one, and I'm glad he, he highlighted it because um, we we need the jobs. We need the money. I don't know about you guys, but I'm already noticing things getting more and more expensive. Uh, I went to the supermarket this weekend, and I'm not, you know, I'm not buying a ton of stuff, but it's – I think everything is going up. I know Amazon prices were going up. Uh, I know all yeah. I know all kinds of um, online prices are going up. But I don't do the whole online shopping thing. You know, I go to the actual supermarkets and I see a difference. So the fact and that hurts everyone. So the fact that we are getting new jobs for new people that's only a good thing. Uh, Marianne's car, you know, she's got one of the bigger cars because we have the kids and, you know, when, when Luca uh, piles in, you know, he's almost my height and Marianne and Arthur and Ariana, you kind of need a, my Fiat 500 is not going to do the trick. So uh, I got three quarters of a tank of gas, $93. Yeah, 90 for three quarters. All I was like bone dry. Um and, you know, gas uh, for regular right now in New York is $4.35, which is down from the high of, I think it was four sixty two, which is the highest it's ever been, which was only last month. Um, so what's going on in Albany? Well, Governor Hochul, who obviously wants to be reelected, um, she's doing some good things. She is um, trying to convince the legislature to reduce not eliminate, but reduce the tax, uh, the gas tax. So I learned something in preparing for this show. Uh, it's 33 cents a gallon. So of the 435, it's 33 cents goes to New York State. God knows what the other taxes are. They get broken down, but I know there are more. Um, that So that would reduce, let's just say it's 433 as opposed to 435. It would be $4 a gallon. Which, you know, it adds up. I think they're talking about it's like, I don't know, 3 to $6, depending on how big your gas tank is. Obviously, if you're filling up a big SUV, you're going to save the $6. If you're filling up a Fiat 500, you're going to save the $3. But everyone uh, kind of sees the handwriting on the wall that prices are going up. And not just, you know, in food and gas, in everything. So my buddy is getting a new deck uh, on his house. Not like a really big deck, but a new deck. Uh, it's like more like a patio, 
And the guy just told him, he told him this weekend, listen, I know I gave you an estimate for X, but I'm going to need more money because everything has gone up from the lumber to the nails to the epoxy to my own gas driving back and forth to the Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever I'm going. So hold on, folks. Um, Hold on to your hats because um, I should really say hold on to your money because the dollars are are starting to fly out of our pockets. What the the state is going to do? What the government is going to do, I'm not sure. I can tell you this, what I'm nervous about. Um, April 15th is right around the corner. And one of the things in life that's so important that I have so little control over are my taxes. Um, I sit down and I correspond with my accountant. I send them the paperwork I'm supposed to send. I do what I think I'm supposed to do. And then he just like throws it all into a computer and then just spritz out a number. I have no idea if what he's telling me is too high, too low, just right. Um, I just say, okay. And, you know, here's the other little gimmick. I remember the first time I had to pay a lot of taxes. It was 99 going into 2000. I believe that's correct. No, it was 2000 going into 2001. So um, I was on extension, I remember. But I went to, uh, it had to be postmarked by whatever it was, I think it was October the 15th of that year. And I remember driving to the city where there was the 24-hour post office in in Penn Station or across from Penn Station, and I handed in my check so that it was postmarked just at midnight. It was like 11.58 because I wanted to hold on to that money just out of principle, just to be silly, to the last second. Now, whoop, they suck it right out of your account. There's no dropping the check in the mail. Um, So... I obviously run a law firm and I run a family and uh, finances are a big, important piece of my life. And so I'm just sharing with you what I've been seeing and what I've been hearing. You know, uh, you guys know that my buddy Shep Smith works on CNBC, so I often have that channel on. And it doesn't appear to be that there's a lot of good news coming down the pipe. So that's why I wanted to start the show off instead of with Will Smith. And we know that's coming down the pipe because I have to talk about that because it's fun and it's interesting. And it's there are a lot of issues there. But I wanted to start off with talking about Eric Adams being a fundraiser, not a fundraiser, a cheerleader. You think of politicians, you think of fundraising. A cheerleader for New York because we need that. I mean, I did uh, go into the deli today and I did um, get some some quick bite to eat. And there were um, four um, tourists and I asked, where are you from? And they said, we are from Poland. And I said to them, oh, I go. Is it this cold in Poland the way it is there? They're like, no, it's much warmer in Poland right now than it is here because it was cold, cold, cold. You should have seen me at 5.30 this morning walking into uh, the studio at 111 Broadway. Woo! It was chilly for the end of March. And meanwhile, a week ago, it was like in the 70s. I wore my warmest fedora this morning, uh, gifted to me by a friend slash client when I did them a big favor without a fee. Um, it kept my bald head warm because, folks, that whole thing about the heat leaving through your head, it's true. Trust me. From a man who's been bald for 30 years, it is true. Um, we got some guests coming up. We got some topics coming up. We got some law coming up. Um, and um, I got Matt Sambola, and I think Joni's in the studio with Alex. So we're going to have a little fun Monday night. Let's kick some behind.
So Sam Bolin is mixing in the tunes uh, to uh, align with the segment. So obviously we're going to talk about getting knocked down, although Chris Rock did not get knocked down. He handled that slap pretty good. But there could be a time when we all get knocked down. And you don't see it coming, and you don't know when it's coming. Like when you were a teenager, you thought you were invincible. This weekend, running around the park with Arthur, who ran me to the ground playing tag, I felt like I was invincible until this morning. But when we're healthy, we have to think we don't need, we think we don't need a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. We think we could worry about that eh, when I get older or when I'm sick. But you know what? The, the truth is nothing can be further from the truth. You need to handle those things now. You need to handle those things when you're feeling good, when there's no stress, when there's no aggravation. And you can take your time and you can dial 718-238-6500, 718-238-6500. Because if something happens to you, you might not be able to designate a power of attorney or a healthcare proxy. Then what happens? You want the state or the courts to make decisions for you about your, your legal stuff, which is the power of attorney, or your health stuff, which is the healthcare proxy. It's essential to create those documents as soon as you can when you're healthy. So call Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. They know their stuff. They've been doing this for 40 years. They've helped thousands of people. They'll help make you the right plan that protects you and your family best. You'll designate who you want to make your decisions for you. 718-238-6500, Connors and Sullivan. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Mitsubishi dreamers, designers, and engineers are redefining choices in mobility for a whole new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want value, like the new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander featuring its industry-leading Mitsubishi 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today, freeholdmitsubishi.com, or call 732-863-27. Oh, yeah, baby, the cure. Crank it up. Turn that car, crank it up. Reach down with that volume. Actually, I have an old car. You reach. You guys just use your thumb on the new car. This is one of the great songs. be dancing, you can pop around, let the people in the next call look at you like you're a weirdo. If you're in the kitchen, you're preparing the chicken for dinner, pop up and down, pop up and down. Woo! Here we go. All right, sing it out loud, sing it out loud, here we go. That's why you gotta go to Connors and Sullivan. What a day. So a guy who must be having a heck of a day, two guys who must be having a heck of a day, whose whose phones must be blowing up are Will Smith and Chris Rock. I mean, 
Wow. I read somewhere that said Chris Rock handled that slap so well. That is such an understatement. I mean, not only did he handle the actual slap from a, like a physical point of view, but he handled the, 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 the moment. I mean, he didn't miss a beat. Let's hear what happened, Matt. Let's let's for so those people who didn't hear this, it's been going on all day. Let's hear the joke. Chris Rock comes out to uh, announce best documentary, which was a big category. Uh, the um, lead uh, musician for Jimmy Fallon show, who Questlove, was one of the big nominees. But there was uh, Attica was nominated. There was all kinds of. It was a, a, an important category. Towards the very end of the night, they saved it. And Chris Rock comes out. He looks good. He looks tight. He's 57 years old. He's looking great. And he's got that awesome personality, that awesome, like, bringing you into his bed, his living room kind of persona. And he starts off making one joke, and then he goes into this. Go ahead, Matt. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right? (laughs) (laughs) It's Jalazine. That was a nice one. Okay. I'm out here. Uh-oh. Richard. <laughs> oh, wow. wow. Wow, dude. Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your mouth. I'm going to, okay? All right. So let me just, because you know, not everyone watched the Oscars and not everybody had the time today to, to look at, watch what actually happened. But in a nutshell, here's what happened. So Rock comes out and uh, Will Smith's wife, Jada, has um, apparently now, I didn't know this, has alopecia, which means it's hair loss, which I can relate to. I don't have alopecia, but I got, uh, you know, I got it male, male pattern baldness. Um Word around the campfire now is that Chris Rock did not know that and that she, he thought she just say, shaved her head for a, a, a look. I mean, she looked pretty. She looked very pretty with her head shaved. And you know what? Uh, as uh, Justice Scalia would say, you know, uh, uh, some men have beautiful heads and other men have to cover them up with hair. So I obviously fall into one of those categories. Take a guess which one. So, I, you know, I thought that she shaved her head because that's how she wanted to look. And so he makes this joke about G.I. Jane. G.I. Jane was a movie starring uh, Demi Moore, and she joins the military, and she didn't have to shave her head, but she shaved her head to, like, you know, show that she's going to fit in with the boys. So he just makes this little G.I. Jane 2 joke, like, okay, you auditioning for that movie. And when you look at the camera angle, it goes right to Will and her, and Will Smith is laughing. He's laughing at the joke. And then you can see her a little bit behind his wife, Jane, or a little bit behind Will Smith, and she's rolling her eyes. Now the camera goes back to Chris Rock. So you don't know that, that, that second or two seconds or three seconds what she said to Will or what Will said to her or how, how that works out. So now Chris Rock is beginning to keep going with giving out the uh, best uh, documentary movie award. And um, you hear him go, uh-oh. And you see Will Smith stand up and walk towards the stage. Now, Will Smith is... Exactly. Will Smith is front and center because he's the star of the night. Okay? he's he's uh, He lost Best Actor to Denzel Washington one year. He lost to uh, Forrest Whitaker another year. And, you know, they're thinking, like, this is going to be his year, even though he's up against Denzel again and other great actors. But uh, he plays the father of Serena and Venus Williams in King Richard, and it seems like, you know, this is his year. So he's literally right in the front. 
I would say I know, 15 yards away from the stage, maybe less, uh, because he had a decent walk. So Chris Rock goes back into making the announcement of who's going to get the award, and he sees Will Smith, and he goes, uh-oh. And Will Smith comes up there and with an open hand, whacks him in the face. I mean, whoa. And then turns around and sits down, and as bad as the smack was, he starts screaming from the uh, from the, the ch- his chair. You know, you keep uh, uh, keep your my wife's name out of your effing jokes. But he says it the first time, then he screams it like in a rage the second time. And number one, he ruined Questlove's moment, right? Because now they announce who gets best documentary, and Questlove gets it, and. The whole room is just in shock. And people, was that planned? Wasn't that planned? But you heard just now on AM 970 The Answer, you heard the slap in the microphone. And so you know you know it was a real slap. And, I mean, the way Will Smith was screaming like a nut. Look, he could have been acting. That's what he does. But it did not come off as, as, as him acting. And... Um, then shortly thereafter, he wins for best uh, best actor, and he gives this like crying speech, and he's really crying, not like Misty crying, and all about it's not about winning an award, it's all about um, love, and I want to have a platform about love and peace. Uh, yeah, why don't we why don't we just play a little bit there, uh, Mr. Sam Bolin, about what he said? I'm being called on in my life to love people and to protect people. I want to apologize to the Academy. I want to apologize to my, all my fellow nominees. Okay, so he apologized to the Academy and his fellow nominees. He didn't apologize to Chris Rock. I mean, he just, in New York, that's assault in the third degree. Um, in New York, that's like an, an easy arrest. <laughs> you think there's enough witnesses? I mean, in the old days, it was like a billion witnesses. Uh, all around the globe. Um, but it, come on, folks, it's a little hypocritical that you're talking about loving and protecting and you just assaulted someone. And look, this is not the days of John Wayne, okay? This is not the days of Lee Marvin and, and you know, back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, you know, the Westerns when they're throwing slugs, uh, slugging each other like it's no big deal. This is 2022. Everyone's politically correct. You can't even use harsh language. The reason why uh, these comedians have the hardest job, or one of the hardest jobs on the planet is they have to be funny, but they have to be like walk this politically correct line. And, you know, I mean, making fun of making fun of someone's hairstyle from a bold guy is not exactly like way hitting below the belt. Now, the reports out today that Chris Rock says, um, he had no idea she had alopecia. Who knows if that's true or that's not true. There are reports out now saying the Academy is examining what they're going to do. I mean, they came out with a pretty quick reaction saying we don't condone violence, et cetera, et cetera. But think about another scenario where someone beats someone up, basically. I mean, smacks them down and then they get an award, like within moments. And here's another question. And I, I read this in, in, in an editorial in the Daily News. What if it was a white presenter? What if that was, I don't know, John Travolta up there? Because he was the one he presented Will Smith with the, with the award for Best Actor. What if it was John Travolta who made the same silly joke? Or think of a white comedian, Louis C.K. Would he have gone up there and smacked the white guy? And then another uh, African-American um, artist said, you know, this flies in the face 
of all the stere- what we're trying to fight against stereotypes about African American men and black fathers and uh, violence and controlling our tempers. I mean, this is just. Uh, it, it was a sad day. I mean, Will Smith is such a good actor. He upstaged himself. He lost that moment. No one is going to talk about him winning the award. They are going to talk about him losing his temper and losing his composure. And you know what? He could have honored his wife. He could have, even if he could have heckled him and said, hey, Chris, take it easy with my wife, okay? Otherwise, we could talk about it in the back. Then he would have been a hero. Then he would have been chivalry's not dead. I'm protecting my wife. But here in New York, it's assault in the third degree. Chris Rock didn't press any charges. But this story is not over. This is going to reverberate for a while. And let's see how we can make it turn it into a learning moment. All right, so people who don't need a learning moment are the people at Empire State Bank. You know why? Because they know banking. They know how to make you happy. They know how to please customers. Empire State Bank specializes in providing innovative financial solutions, personal service, and industry expertise to run and grow your business. And because they know so many lawyers listen to this show, they have designed Attorney Advantage Banking. It's a program specialized to meet the challenges of law firms. Their IOLA escrow account management is built for attorneys and law firms with the fiduciary responsibility of managing client funds. You have one master checking account with unlimited sub-accounts. So it's a master IOLA account. And then as you get money in for other clients, you can open a sub-account. And this, this, therefore, there's no confusion about whose money is where, and there's no intermingling of anyone's money. It keeps it nice and clean and nice and easy. You can allocate account interest, interest, generate reports, disperse funds, generate year-end tax preparation, and your funds are safe because at Empire State Bank, you get FDIC insurance greater than $250,000. So open an IOLA checking account and take your legal firm, take your law firm to the next level with Attorney Advantage Banking exclusively at Empire State Bank with locations in Brooklyn, Staten Island, and Queens. So call Empire State Bank today at 833-393-7700, 833-393-7700, or visit esbna.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn's signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964. Join us for the Salem Business Breakfast, Wednesday, April 27th at Bergen Community College. Register at am970theanswer.com. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Listen this Saturday, 9 a.m. to noon for the Eye on Real Estate with Dottie Herman Springtime Special. Right now, email your questions about real estate to Dottie at DottieHerman.com. And listen this Saturday morning to hear the answer on the answer. That's Dottie at DottieHerman.com.
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Arthur Idala Power Hour. Driving ambition for 40 years in the United States, Mitsubishi Motors sees the automotive industry differently. Mitsubishi challenges convention with innovative approaches in the way Mitsubishi engineers and builds their vehicles. Just look at the all-new redesigned 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Now in stock in all trim levels and all with the flexibility of third-row seating. Visit Freehold Mitsubishi today. FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-267. News, opinion, passion. This is AM 970, The Answer. 28 degrees, we have partly cloudy skies on this Monday evening. What's going on? We have the answer. Well, Mayor Eric Adams doesn't really want to talk anymore about the coronavirus vaccine mandate being lifted for athletes and performers. Let's get more from Scott Pringle. Unvaccinated Nets star Kyrie Irving played in his first home game Sunday after being forced to sit out because of the private sector coronavirus vaccine mandate. A few days ago, Mayor Adams lifted that mandate for athletes and performers. The mayor appears tired of talking about it. I'm not engaging in continuing questions on the same things over and over again. The Kyrie story, the performance stories, the athlete stories, that's over. Some municipal union workers, including firefighters, are still upset that some lost their jobs for refusing the shot. They're continuing to call on the mayor to lift the vaccine mandate for all workers. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. Speaking of the city's vaccine mandate, a group of New York City firefighters rallied today in an effort to have that mandate lifted. Lisa G. has more. Union leaders outside a firehouse on 8th Avenue and 48th Street are still upset their members are losing their jobs for refusing to get vaccinated. We never agreed that our members could be fired. Meantime, Mayor Adams says he's willing to meet with New York City firefighters over the city's vaccine mandate. It comes as Mayor Adams excused professional athletes and performers from the requirement. Lisa G, NBC News Radio, New York. Thank you, Lisa. Taking a look at the traffic outbound side of the Holland Tunnel, still a 30 to 40 minute delay. City bound about 5 to 10 minutes from 1 to 9, not bad from the Turnpike approach. 15 to 20 minutes outbound at the Lincoln 5 to 10 city bound george washington bridge that is a pretty good ride your forecast for tonight well we can't rule out some snow flurries at times still have some moving through parts of northern new jersey partly cloudy breezy as a whole overnight though another chilly night down to 23 sunshine tomorrow high 41 partly sunny wednesday chance of rain or snow showers high of 45 and rain likely on thursday especially in the afternoon and now you know what's going on i'm mike barker on am 970 the answer We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Well, I got a bunch of little notes from uh, people around the dial. By the way, if you want to reach out to me even live during the show, you can email me at Arthur at ABKLawNYC.com. That's Arthur at ABKLawNYC.com. That's Idala, Bertuna, and Commons, law.com. No, ABKLawNYC.com. And I know some of you, or I see some of you do. Thank you. Um, my buddy Chaim said, well, I could help, I could help the rate of inflation in the city of New York if I lowered some of my legal fees. Ha ha ha. Very funny there, Chaim. Um, but, um, Derek from Forest Hills talking about the, um, the Hollywood uproar at the Oscars with Will Smith and Chris Rock says, these Hollywood hypocrites give this guy an ovation after what he did. Then he goes on stage and accepts the award with some bizarre rant. All of these people are the first to tell us, referring to Hollywood people, all these Hollywood people are the first to tell us how to behave and what's wrong and what's right with, with some sort of entitled moral authority. 
I am so happy this happened because it exposes their hypocrisy and BS. Actors should stick to the words that are written for them and leave it at that. We are all tired of their self-aggrandizement. He obviously has some mental issues, talking about Will Smith. Did you see the look on his face? He goes on and on. Typical entitled mentality where he claims to be a victim to justify his actions. Listen, I, I kind of agree with Eric with Derek, uh, entirely here that, number one, Will, he's got something going on, and that's money and fame. And, and what did he say? He quoted uh, Denzel Washington that when you're at your highest, that's when the devil does his or tries to come after you. And I think you'd have to say that while he's accepting the Academy Award for Best Actor, which I'm sure it's something he's dreamed about since he was a kid uh, in the 90s and a scrawny little kid before he got all bulked up to do um, uh, to do uh, Muhammad Ali's uh, movie, I'm sure that this was his dream. And his dream came true. He, like, he basically had the worst moment and the best moment of his career within five minutes of each other. Pretty Wild when you wrap your brain around that. Um, Howard Stern went on a rant as well about this, uh, saying, um, Matt or Joan, who's the big guy from who played Aquaman and he's in Game of Thrones? Um, Momoa. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Right. So he's 6'5 and weighs like 250. I mean, he's, he's built. What would happen if he made that joke? You think Will Smith is running up to the stage and smacking him? Uh-uh. Man, that ain't going to happen. So, uh, as I said, this is what we would call an unfinished symphony. And I just hope there's, we can figure out a way to get some good out of this where, uh, you know, look, I don't think any legal action is going to take place here. But if you think about it, like in the world that I live in, uh, we do do a lot of these little roasts. I'm not talking about the Friars Club roast, but when someone leaves the DA's office or a judge retires, we go up there and we make all kinds of jokes, and sometimes they get a little nasty. But if, if one of the people came and smacked me or smacked someone, like everyone wouldn't be giving me then a, a standing ovation or giving the person who smacked me a standing ovation as they got their award. They'd be like, what is up with this guy? He's totally unhinged. So um, Will Smith should use this as an opportunity to to just come out and say, hey, what I did was wrong. I apologize to Chris Rock. I'm very protective of my wife, um, and I overreacted, and that should not be tolerated. That behavior should not be tolerated by anyone. And, you know, if you're going to hold athletes to this level of, well, you're a role model for the kids, how don't you hold this guy who's a movie superhero? A lot more to be said about that. Um, you want to talk about superheroes, we have Mark Jaffe on the phone. He's the president and the CEO of the Greater New York Chamber of Commerce. And why do I say superheroes? That is one of the companies, one of the entities, I should say, uh, that is going to be helping New York get back on its feet. We started off the show with uh, Mayor Adams talking about the 5,000 jobs brought in by JetBlue. Uh, Mark Jaffe is, and his company, Greater New York uh, Chamber, they've been voted by the reputable magazine, City of State, as the top economic development agency uh, of New York. Well, Mr. Jaffe, you certainly have your work cut out for you after the past two years. Welcome to the Author Idola Power Hour. Tell us how the Greater New York Chamber of Commerce is going to bring New York City back to greatness. 
One step at a time, Arthur. First, I, I want to commend you. Uh, you know, everybody's talking about Hollywood today, and, and I think you're right. I think Will Smith had a great moment and an embarrassing moment. And uh, thank God that, uh, that they're friends because I don't think there'll be any criminal or assault charges. I think it was all done in the heat of the moment. And uh, that's an important economic development uh, indicator here in New York. Uh, we're helping to open stages. We want people to get back to their normal life, go to restaurants. And it's so good to hear you talking about it, you and the wholesale and media team. Well, thank you. Um, so tell me, I mean, I, I'm with you. Uh, you know, one of the expressions I use all the time, apparently I say et cetera, et cetera a lot. My buddy Dave, who's a critic of the show, and I, I applaud him. I thank him for doing that. says that's my big line. But I, another one of my lines is first you crawl, then you walk, then you run. Now, you know, we've had decades now of New York running. I mean, I wouldn't say that in the 70s when we had the budget crisis. I wouldn't say that in the 80s when we had the crack wars and the the crime wars. But, you know, we were doing pretty well uh, from when a short time after Rudy Giuliani came in. And, you know, everyone rags on de Blasio. But, you know, 20, I think 16 and 17 were like the lowest crime rates in the history of, of recorded crime in the city of New York. So we've been doing pretty well for a long time. We took a two-year hiatus so, Mark, what's the first steps in bringing New York back? Well, if you want to talk about crime, um, uh, hats off to, to Kathy Hochul and her 10-point bail reform plan. The idea of this bail reform, uh, economic justice, you don't want people in jail if they can't pay the bail. But uh, Kathy has carved out some pretty important exceptions here. Uh, if you have a gun law, a gun crime, yeah, you're going to jail. You, if you're repetitive crimes and you refuse to show up to to, to jail or, 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 or violate your, uh, your bail, you'll be put in, you know, in charge. And also transit crimes. We can't get New York back and operating if people are scared uh, to ride in to get to their work. We have formed a public safety committee, and we've been telling every legislator uh, from the federal, state, and city level, we want not only safe streets, we want them clean. So we want to open New York one step at a time, but we have to have that infrastructure and it's very important to, to, for our safety, to keep us safe. And thank God for our new mayor, a former policeman, who seems to be marching in that direction one step at a time. We're going to get our safe streets back, our safe transit back. And even we're going to get away from these vaccine uh, mandates because I think they've served their purpose. And well, I tell me this, getting- Jeff. What, what, just explain to the listeners, what does the Greater New York Chamber of Commerce, what is your purpose? Well, our purpose is to help small businesses, entrepreneurs grow. Of course, we get uh, corporate funding. Our Women's History Month event is being sponsored by J.P. Morgan Chase and Staples. But we help uh, the small people. Um, corporations have their own advocacy. Corporations have their own marketing teams. We have educational programs. We have networking programs. We have uh, political action committees. We have military and veterans affairs committees. We have MWB committees. We have it all. We put people together and we make things happen. And it's all listed on the, our official uh, New York City domain, chamber.nyc. And just tell me, uh, I know you're, you're having your big Women History Awards cocktail reception. Uh, I believe it's this Thursday uh, at 530, right around the corner from my office on West 44th Street. Uh, tell, tell folks, I could see the list of honorees there. Uh, eight incredible women from Congressman uh, Carolyn Maloney to former uh, sanitation commissioner and uh, 
mayoral candidate Catherine, uh, Catherine Garcia, who's now the New York State Director of Operations. Um, what are you guys just having a big event to honor all the great women that helped the city be the city? Sure. In addition to the 150 or so uh, a smaller meetings, Zoom meetings, in-person cocktail meetings, we do iconic meetings. Our Women's History Awards cocktail reception, we've honored, uh, uh, as you said, we've honored so many great leaders. And, and this year, just focusing on who we're honoring, uh, we're honoring an associate producer uh, from Broadway. Uh, this is important to getting our economy back. We have the leader of the uh, city council, the speaker, Adrian Adams. We have uh, a great teacher, vice president, United Federation of Teachers. Can't have a, a good economy, can't have a good community without public education. Uh, well, Yolanda Robinson from the State Controller's Office. Talk about fiscal integrity. Mark, uh, before I let you go, what, what's the website? Tell people how they can look you up. Uh, chamber.nyc is the official website right at the top. You can see events. You can see information about the chamber. You can see our stories. Uh, sign up. Uh, you can also just do it the good old-fashioned way. Uh, call 212-CHAMBER. That's 212-242-6237. Well, Mark, uh, we're all rooting for you. We're all rooting for you to bring New York back. The economy needs to boom, and you're behind it, Mark. Good luck. Yes, and, uh, yep, we love listening to Salem Media, and thank you for, for the time. My pleasure. We'll be right back, folks. The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored in part by the good people at Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey. America's been thunderstruck by the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander. Get high style without the high price, plus an industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for the best selection and outstanding customer service. Just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. At Wendy's, March is madness. With our breakfast baconator. Sausage, egg, and Swiss croissant. Both made with fresh cracked eggs or even a honey butter chicken biscuit. And we're just getting warmed up. Get 50% off the official breakfast of March Madness when you order through the Wendy's app. Choose wise. Choose Wendy's. For a limited time of participating Wendy's via app offer only. Account registration required. No discount applies to taxes or fees. Not valid with any other offer. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. And does. Don't you just love the smell of old books? This is a library. Sorry, ma'am. We're looking for a book titled Liberty Mutual Customizes Your Car Insurance So You Only Pay for What You Need. I don't think we carry that, but check nonfiction. It really does devour literature. Please leave. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. Relief Factor. Pain relief that works, pain relief that's real, pain relief that is liberating tens of thousands of Americans from their daily pain, in me included. But not just me, people like Yvonne from California. This is Yvonne's story. Both my husband and I are in our 70s and are so grateful to have found Relief Factor. We tried so many other solutions, but none of them have given us the freedom of being pain-free like Relief Factor. Just those two words, pain-free. That should be you. That could be you. Find out today by ordering the three-week 
Quick Pick Starter Pack for just nineteen ninety five at relieffactor.com. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guarantee by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you. If you have back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older, you must order the three-week Quick Start now. Discount it to only nineteen ninety five to see if it will work for you too. I think it could. Give your body what it needs to heal itself. Go to relieffactor.com. Call 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com. Kevin McCullough is next on AM970. The Answer. Oh, 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 Great Sicilian young woman right there. Uh, I believe it's her birthday. Is that correct, Sam Bellino? It is her birthday. Lady Gaga turns 36 today. Stephanie. My mother likes to call her Stephanie because that's really her name. Uh, I thought she was a class act last night. There's a little snippet. She came out with Liza Minnelli, who uh, at this portion of the period in her life is in a wheelchair. But, um, you know, it, what Gaga did not do was upstage uh, Liza Minnelli. She dressed in a tuxedo, basically like a man's tuxedo, which for her is like you know way dressing down. Uh, it's funny, all the men who were in the category of I think best actor, they were all swanked out, except for uh, Will Smith. He's the one who kind of looked like in a typical tuxedo. Uh, my boy uh, Chris Hassan just sent me a little clip. Apparently, in Russia, when Men in Black Three came out, there was a little. Um, a press line, like a red carpet uh, press junket where he, at the premiere of the movie, and to Will Smith's kind of, I'll defend him, the one male reporter, like, grabbed him around the neck and, like, kissed him on both cheeks, but, like, a little aggressively. And, like, you know, he didn't, like, put his hand out and give him, like, an Italian calm kiss on both cheeks. He kind of pulled into him and gave him a little sloppy kiss on both cheeks. But Will Smith back slaps him right right in his face not as hard as he hit chris rock but you know he definitely has a hands issue um and Idiot. yeah well i'm like i like will smith a lot uh you know in my capacity as the head of the friars club i would love to give him a you know a special award but i don't think that's going to happen right now and i'm not sure my board would approve of that uh after his behavior from uh the, the 20 less than 24 hours ago um Speaking of things that I would not approve of, not too far from right where I'm, uh, where we broadcast from on Broadway and Wall Street, there's a building. It's a 59-story building, 20 exchange place. It has 750 apartments in this beautiful Art Deco building with this grandiose lobby. I mean, it's very, very impressive. And like an, a studio apartment, which is not going to be big. It's not like some sprawling studio. It's like enough to live is $5,000 a month. Yeah. I mean, think about how much money you have to make to pay rent, which there's no tax benefit. It's not like when you pay a mortgage, you get to write off a portion of it, et cetera. So it's straight $5,000. And if you look at federal, state, city taxes, FICA, disability, and then if you have some health insurance in there, 
you need to make about 10000 give 5000 away to everything I just said, and now you're left with $5,000 to pay the rent. That's one hundred twenty grand a year that you have to make, and all you're doing with that money is paying your obligations of, of, of taxes and maybe some health insurance, which is you know something you, you pay that you hope you never use, right? And then you just pay the rent. So now they're in this building, and you're paying this amount of money. 59-story building. Guess what doesn't really work very well? The elevators. What happens if you're on the 50th floor and the elevators are out? Oh. And apparently, oh. like, this is... A, oh. Yeah, exactly. This is a, this is a story... That's all that's in the newspaper today, that these people are bugging out. And and it's not like, oh, it just happened this weekend. Since November, they can't get the elevators working properly. You're paying five grand a month. I mean, I don't know. I I would just say, listen, you know, I got to hire like the window man to I'll crawl out the window and he'll help me out through the window. I mean, I'm slightly claustrophobic to begin with. Uh, I wake up first thing in the morning and I open the door, just my front door of my home. I look at a bus stop and a fire hydrant. It's not like I'm looking at some pristine scenery, but I just need to get outside to get some air. I'm on the 40th floor, the 30th floor, and I can't get out. And then what about if you when you're coming home? Oh, hi, honey. I'm going to be hanging out in the lobby until they fix the elevators. Don't. So, yeah, you think you got problems? Imagine living in uh, an exchange place, which is a beautiful, though, the views from there, you, know, you see all the way down to the Verrazano Bridge, the Narrows, uh, obviously the Statue of Liberty, and you can't, you can't get up, you can't get down. Let's talk about another really positive story, the Buffalo Bills, the only real New York sports team, right? The Giants play in Jersey, the Jets play in Jersey, the Buffalo Bills play in the state of New York, and I am a Buffalo Bills fan. I've always been a Buffalo Bills fan. I mean, I'm a, definitely a Giants fan first, but uh, I definitely enjoy uh, and root hard for the Buffalo Bills. I mean, my partner, Mike Jacarino's from Buffalo. I'm surrounded with Buffalonians. Um, I will tell you, one of the weirdest moments of my life was when I was in law school and I had this basement apartment in law school and some of my closest friends are from law school to this day, Pete and Dan Thomas and Josh and Noel. Um, but what I just, and, and an Aaron. So they, Pete and Dan, they they have Buffalo affiliations. Josh went to Buffalo. Uh, Aaron is from Buffalo. I'm watching the Super Bowl of the Giants versus the Bills in my apartment, in my basement apartment. Aaron's making wings. We're drinking Schlitz or Schaefer beer. And I start realizing it's all Buffalo fans. In my house, I'm a Giant fan. I'm an LT fan. I'm a uh, Jeff Hostetler fan. And when there was that whole kick at the end with Norwood, I think it was me and Mike Santana are the only ones rooting for the Giant or, or for Norwood to miss. And all my friends are in there rooting for Buffalo. Luckily, he missed, and we won the Super Bowl. But they, uh, the governor, obviously, she's running for election, but she's from Buffalo. She is giving $850 million uh, of the $1.4 billion Stadium, Erie County is going to come from their taxes. They're coming up with another two hundred fifty million. I don't know where they're going to get make the difference up from, but the Bills have basically agreed to a thirty year commitment to stay. Um, I'm all for it. You know that part of New York State gets so lost in the shuffle of New York City and even you know Westchester and Long Island. Um, 
It's a beautiful part of the state. Uh, you're right by Niagara Falls. I mean, yes, it is cold, but there's a lot of culture there. There's a lot of history there. And um, look, having the uh, the Bills Stadium there is a tremendous asset. I drove up there. I don't even remember now. Was it 18? I think it was 2018. And I watched the, the Bills play the Jets. I think that year they both stunk and they were like trying to lose so they would get the highest draft pick. Um, but I'm happy about this. I'm happy that um, the governor is figuring out a way to keep the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo when there's all these movements. You know, the West Coast, they're always moving around. The, the Raiders are moving. The Rams are moving. Um, let's keep the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. And um, I know Kathy Hochul is doing her best because there's all these polls out now that say Andrew Cuomo is within striking distance of beating Kathy Hochul. Now, he's still, I think, behind in most of the uh, polls that have any, you know, uh, that I, I find credible. But, you know, he's in the mix. And she's got more money than he does, but he's got a lot of money. Why he's going to run for governor, I'm not exactly sure. Um, but it's interesting. He didn't punch anybody in the face. He uh, <laughs> He's accused of saying things that are inappropriate, he, uh, but those cases went nowhere criminally. He was accused of, I think, touching one or two women inappropriately, but those cases, uh, were, uh, turned away by the district attorney's office. I think five different DA's offices didn't charge him with anything. Will Smith, on the other hand, clearly committed a crime. I mean, you watch a crime being committed. Uh, almost any law enforcement agency in the, in the United States of America under those circumstances are not going to what's called sua sponte, on their own, file charges. Unless it's a domestic violence situation and a police officer sees it. And the police officer could be the witness. Um, because there are some times where, in domestic violence situations, the victim is so dependent on their assailant, whether it's financially, emotionally, that they don't have the wherewithal to bring the charges. And so the police bring the charges for that person if they truly believe they've been victimized. Uh but under these situations, when you have two grown men going at it, I don't see anything uh, coming of this from a legal point of view. I mean, if you go online, there's all these lawyers, oh, he could sue civilly and he could still have him arrested. I, I think that would make Chris Rock now, it would turn the tables, make him look like the bad guy. I think when the polls come out and the dust settles, Will Smith, unfortunately, is going to look like the lesser man here uh, again. I compliment them for sticking up for his wife, but you really need to uh, stick up for your wife in an appropriate way. And that was a very, very inappropriate way. And guess what? Breaking news that Jody Pelzer just broke. Taylor Swift will be giving the NYU commencement address. I know. I'm sure that's what you guys needed to know to wrap up your week. But uh, Taylor Swift, who I actually got to meet once in Rhode Island uh, when Mary and I were with our little son, who actually was very, very nice. She came over to the table. She complimented Arthur and how cute he was. And, of course, that made Mary Ann's day. I was pretty sure I knew who she was. I wasn't 100% sure I knew who she was. But um, I want to thank uh, my family at AM 970 The Answer for helping me on Friday morning with Piscopo and Friday night with my show and this morning with Piscopo and tonight with my show. Keep listening to AM 970 The Answer with Kevin McCullough coming up next. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.